Hello there, John Cotrillo here, the life coach of your listener. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Today I'd like to discuss a topic that's incredibly important and it's one that I introspect on, I'd say almost every day. And I'm certain that I'm far from knowing the majority of the facets of it and I'm still asking questions about it and I'm still trying to learn new information. To me, it's one of life's major unanswered questions. And the question is of how to best tell somebody what they need to hear as opposed to what they want to hear. As per usual, I'm not a mental health professional, so if you are having concerns of your health, please seek professional advice. But by opening this discussion, I'm hoping that we can share ideas and learn more about the world together. Certainly one of the most difficult parts of being a life coach or working with other people in which you're assisting them to change their lives or even one of the most difficult parts of uh, being a person involved in somebody else's life is to be able to tell them when you feel that they need to change to avoid something bad happening to them or that they need to make some change in their life. Quite often, when we identify that somebody is doing something that could be of harm to them, it can be difficult to tell them your thoughts because it's very easy to offend them. And especially when we're close to someone, but even when we're uh, professionally related, for example, a relationship between myself and my clients, we don't want to offend people, right? If you're a good person, you don't want to offend anyone, even if it's in the name of actually helping that person. You don't want to see people upset. It's just not a pleasant reaction. The problem is that when somebody is engaging in a particular behavior that might cause harm to them, they may not realize the implications of what they're doing or take them seriously if they are aware of them, unless somebody tells them. It can be said for anything, overeating, smoking, uh, using drugs, gambling, being addicted to video games, anything. It's very difficult for us to be able to tell that person that we believe they should change in some way. So we face a conflict. On one side of the conflict, if we tell that person what they need to hear, they may well be offended by it. They may not want to engage with us any further. We may lose uh, a relationship with a partner or a friend or a member of our family. And that's not going to make us feel good at all. And there's even a chance that the person may not even change. On the other side of the conflict, there's also a strong possibility that that person will change and will become uh, healthier for it. And therein lies the conflict. Do we know that if we tell that person what they need to hear, that they are going to recognize that the change is worthwhile and not simply hold a grudge against us for the rest of their lives? Healthy change for the long term is infinitely better than feeling good in the short term. One of the major problems, though, that uh, surrounds this particular issue is the fact that abuse is often committed under the guise of telling someone what they need to hear. It's often the case with narcissists who abuse their children or their partners or similar. And I've known numerous people over time who have reported having this happen to them, that a parent has been a narcissist and emotionally neglected and abused them over time, or even physically abused them, and has presented their acts as doing what is in that person's best interest. And if they don't commit those acts to teach the person about uh, what is good for them, then nobody else will and that person will grow up weak. A narcissist's purpose in this instance is not to help that person, it's to take control 
for their own purposes. It is of course possible to tell someone what they need to hear because you genuinely don't want to see harm come to that person. But this is the reason why for me and for a lot of people, telling people what they need to hear and risking offending them is potentially quite a controversial issue because people have consciences and they may know full well that the advice that they're giving is sound and that if the person follows that advice that they might be safer or healthier. But we might be afraid to cross boundaries. We might be afraid of becoming no better than the person who simply supposedly tells somebody what they need to hear because they want to sound right, because they want to feel like they've done something well, because they want to feel in control or having some kind of authority over that person. This is also relevant to the issue of how we experience mental illness. In instances in which we are experiencing the symptoms and we know that the thoughts or feelings that we're having aren't reflective of reality, it does no good for us for somebody to try to simply uh, speak rationalism into us, to try and give us the facts about life and uh, lecture us as if simply educating us on certain facts will uh, make our problems disappear. As I discussed previously, mental illness is not just about irrational thoughts. And so when we give advice to someone who's in this state in which they know that what they're experiencing is not necessarily reflective of the environment and uh, the world around them, but actually reflective of what's happening inside them, it does no good to simply lecture them. That's not going to relieve any discomfort and it's probably going to make the symptoms worse. That adds complexity because sometimes people know what they need to hear but what they need to hear doesn't relieve the symptoms in that moment. And it's the pain and suffering that's being, that they're experiencing in that moment that's stopping them from living the life that they want to live. Overall, I would suggest that the best approach when having these types of conversations with people is to always be extremely reflective first about what your intentions are. Do you want to really see that person thrive? Do you really want to see them get better? Do you genuinely feel passionate about making sure that person doesn't come to harm? Or are you simply giving advice for the sake of giving advice? I know that most of us do not want to see our loved ones come to harm. So when we're having these conversations, it's essential to make clear that the entire reason we're initiating them is because we care about that person, because we don't want to see them come to harm. And most importantly, if we're going to give advice, it's important that we're there with that person every step of the way. We don't necessarily have to be the person to whom they go for help. They may need professional help, but we don't need to be a professional to listen, to empathize, and to be there for somebody. Ensuring that our behavior is consistent with the advice we give is incredibly important. But as with most matters, this is part of the journey of being human. And as such, I would very much welcome your thoughts and experiences on this topic. Please feel free to write to me or comment below. And as per usual, if you are experiencing any concerns about your health or any matter in your life, don't delay, seek professional help. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Take care until next time.